Hello and welcome to Chip Advisor. Yes, welcome back. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Phil. I'm here with Lewis. How are you, Lewis? I am very well, thank you, Phil. Good, good. And I'm here with Mike. You good, Mike? How now, brown cow? Yes, very good, very good. Yourself? I'm okay. Still, you're still going with that? Yeah, yeah. People are people are stopping and shouting, shouting at me in the streets. It's uh, it's catching on fast. The listeners are shouting. I can hear them. Mm. Yes. Don't worry, he's here. How are you, Harry? I am all right. I'm just wondering where How Now Brown Cow comes from. Hmm. I've absolutely no idea, but I'm running with it. Okay, because it sort of has no relevance to food or anything like that. No, well, I suppose it's beef. Well, uh, yes. No, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Um, How Now Brown Cow? Dead. Well, you know where milk comes from now, Mike. Mm. So that's exciting. Well milked and dead. All right, Mike. Blimey, that's a that's a that's a light-hearted start to the to the evening. You having a good week, Mike? Shout out to the vegans! Shout out to the vegans! It's half term, isn't it? Wow, wow, we were. Yeah, go to work for a break. Okay, okay. So, some exciting news. We've branched out onto the Instagram. The same uh, handle, I believe, the word is called, which is oh. Chip Advisor Pod. As the fact that we're Twitter. of an age where we don't really know what handle means. Handle to us is something you find on a door. Surely we're too old for Instagram. Well, this is handle. Mm. It's a different handle. Different yeah. handle. Yeah. You get, you get the idea. But yet we're on Instagram. Started that page up like yesterday or something. Well, and it's caught, caught on like wildfire, isn't it? Wildfire. Had a discussion with a delicatessen in... Leicester, more specifically in Kibworth in Leicestershire. Shout out to the Kibworth Massive. And was chatting to them about quiche after the quiche episode. <laughs> it was still very much undecided whether quiche, crustless quiche, had a pastry base. And at least according to the deli in Kibworth, who seem like lovely people, it does not have a base. Oh, who are these people? Love them. Oh. In their words, it's more like a frittata than a quiche. Oh, there we, yeah. there we go. The Delhi Kibworth on on the Instagram, they believe that that is the case. Is, uh, sorry, is that, is that the name? The Delhi in Kibworth. The Delhi Kibworth. Yep, it's That's a local family-run deli. They do breakfast, lunch, and takeaway. The best homemade cakes in Leicester. In a deli, yeah. Leicestershire. Yeah, yeah, they Should do look good actually. Would- Surely you get cakes from a bakery. They look really good. They do some lovely individual quiches. Not that they? we, yeah, we get no commission. Not sure I trust their views on quiche. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well let's, hey. not, let's not let's not do them down. There could be a p- potential sponsor. Oh we? yes, of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> yes. So so we're <laughs> very, very much. On, on, on which I'm happy to retract my thoughts. And, uh, <laughs> any baked goods that want to be sent our way, we'd be delighted to yes, receive. Yes, indeed. Interestingly, one of our first followers was a German bakery called Rathaus der Pizza in Aachen. Rathaus der Pizza? Der Pizza. (laughs) Rathaus der Pizza in in Aachen, where I have been on a school trip and bought, accidentally bought women's clothing. 
small, it's crazy world we live in. Uh, and they've they've posted up a picture of two burgers next to each other in a large bun. Now, uh, Mike, I know you're a big fan of this. Oh, I am. Yeah, the side by side double burger. If yeah. you're going to have a double burger, why squeeze that into one bun? Why not spread it out across two? And you can fit it into your mouth. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's strong. Yeah. yeah so, um, Rat House Dead Pizza, thanks for following us. So, this yeah, makes we're a on... lovely makes a lovely change up from our previous podcast, um, the the sister podcast to this, which is called Fantasy Threesome. And the followers we used to get on social media for that were far from the delicatessence of this world. Not not a very good grade, I would suggest. No. Yeah. Well, so, each, of their um, own. each of their own, you know. Mind boggles. So mm. now you can send in your questions on, on the Twitter or Instagram. You can even email chipadvisorpod at gmail.com if oh you my. really have a story to tell. I think the story we really need to hear is what item of within women's clothing did you buy? Mm, mm. Skirt or oh. blouse? Well, Bro. it was... It, Twin it, yeah, it was actually <laughs> one of those... I've done this before on a family holiday where I, I had my spending money, which on this occasion was £10, and I spent it all on one item and then immediately regretted it but didn't want to go back because I didn't know how to explain in a, a different language how also, they, they don't do returns on French knickers. It was... <laughs> I thought he was in Germany. Uh, yeah, I was. I was, Mike. <laughs> okay. didn't, didn't think it through. Uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. So what? What was it you bought? Yeah, yeah. Like, come it on. Was, it was a Joe Bloggs top, and I at this point had no branded clothing. I rarely do now, actually. And I was so excited that I could have a piece of branded clothing that I spent all my spending money on this Joe Bloggs top. And as soon as I got out of the shop, I realized it had shoulder pads and it was a it was actually a blouse. Oh no. But, <laughs> so I'd I'd spent all my spending money. <laughs> and it and that was it, it just frittered away. It was I a once huge bought disappointment. I once bought a hat that I would say is fairly unisex. It wasn't. You, I was there. You you refused to walk around France with me when we were on holiday that year because you said I'd bought a woman's hat. You well, you Which just is looked... a bit rich given you but you're out there buying shoulder padded blouses i was probably a similar age as well that that mm. happened yeah probably 1998 99 like yeah anyway we're not here to unpack you have, our you have you have bought your hat from a women's clothing sh- shop um you went in yeah. there with with mum and our sister unisex aren't they what sort of unisex. hat was it it was a woolly hat it was a bubble hat it wasn't it was it it was more of a bucket hat wasn't it no, it was, a, it was a bubble hat of the with a rainbow pattern. Well, huh. well, there we go. These, and this, are... in this month of Pride, Phil, <laughs> I'd be very careful where you go next. I, as in which country to buy women's clothing? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I still, you know, now's not the time. We need therapy. But I still, you know, feel a little bruised by that whole experience of you refusing to walk around French towns with me just because I'm wearing I... a so-called I... woman's hat. The irony is I would quite like the hat that you bought these days. That that mm. fits with my fashion. So mm. I was ahead of my time. Strange world. Strange world. So this this week we're talking about pasta. And that is because I and this is just a, a theory, Lewis, but I'm I'm starting to think that Lewis is positioning himself as the bad boy of the podcast. <laughs> uh, he he oh. firstly he slated his wife's cooking. And now he's insulting one of my fatherland's most popular foods of all time. So 
Lewis, you, you came with some strong opinions on WhatsApp. So talk us through your hatred of uh, pasta. Okay. So back in the early 90s, when uh, I felt like in our household, uh, we were branching out into new forms of cuisine, the occasional curry, maybe a Chinese, maybe even a pizza. And we were enjoying this. And then pasta arrived and it felt like it snuck in under the radar. There were all these good <laughs> things coming in and then pasta arrived and it was like, oh, do we have to accept this as a good thing just because it's uh, arrived from the continent? Let's be honest, pasta's just rubbish potato. Wow. <laughs> that is outrageous. Potato. It's the most overrated, boring food in existence. You... you... <laughs> I mean, A, pasta didn't arrive in the 90s. I mean, it certainly did. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to double down on that. Nobody had had... You did not have pasta in your house before the 90s. I really? certainly did. What? No. My, no My way. dad... Some, someone told my dad in about 1988 that he looked like Robert De Niro and he went through a <laughs> infamous... He does look like Robert De Niro. He, he does look like Robert De Niro. We went through a pasta phase and that that we had it every every Saturday night. For Where many, were you buying many it from? Weeks. Were you making it? Because pasta couldn't be bought in shops. Of course no, it could. Like... Have you ever been to no. the co-op in Fording Bridge? You can buy anything in there. Oh, no. I've, uh, <laughs> I once made my own pasta on a television show. Yes, was it in the yes. 1990s? It wasn't in the 1990s, no. But on my, uh, well, I'll say, poorly judged episode of Come Dine With Me that I appeared on, I made my own pasta. Yeah, how did that go? Well, it ended up in the bin, unfortunately. I made it using a clothes dryer. I hung it on a clothes dryer, but it didn't dry quite as I needed it to, and it all started congealing. So in the end, I went shop bought, but I dyed it the colours of the Italian flag. It's a lovely touch. Um, you say, you say you... it was a poorly, poorly judged episode. I mean, it was poorly judged to make pasta on the episode or the whole episode. As uh, it was poorly, poorly judged. judged that, so that was a lack of judgment on my part to make my own right. pasta. I should have just right. gone shop and coloured it. Yeah. However, yeah, the rate, the scores that I've got, there's that quite famous meme, isn't there, of the guy that says, well, Angela, or whatever her name was, I hope you're proud of yourself. Get out of my house. And I felt like doing that on mine, lads, because I was... I was harshly done by, I felt. One woman said it was the worst spaghetti bolognese she'd ever tried. <laughs> now, let me that, tell I mean, you. That feels, that feels really degrading. To have, yeah. I'm sure there's ever been a good spaghetti bolognese. Oh, That's my goodness. Okay. I mean, I, I was going to say that Lewis, or we'll start calling him Wolf now from Gladiators, because he was... <laughs> <laughs> They did try to shoehorn the the evil storyline into Wolf, didn't they? Every week, mm -hmm. Ulrika and um, the other chap, um, yeah, John Fash. Fash, that was it. Yeah, Awuga. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so every every bolognese that that Lewis has ever had has been disgusting. So absolutely, I'm mm. wondering, Lewis, whether and this I am not having a dig at your wife, but I'm wondering whether you're measuring the pasta on stuff that your wife has made because you tell, told us she's not very good at cooking. Have you yeah. tried it from elsewhere? I, I have tried it from elsewhere. And I will double down the fact that any time I've been served a pasta dish, the best thing about it has always been the garlic bread on the side. Mm. Yeah, you see, this is interesting. There's that routine. Yeah. I, I think it's the comedian Sean Walsh that does a routine about, about soup. And he talks about the fact that actually 
what the, what he really likes about soup is the bread and butter. Like that's that's he he, he works it all down, and eventually he, he comes to the conclusion that actually he doesn't like soup at all. He likes the excuse to have bread and butter. And I think for me, pasta is the excuse to have either parmesan, as we seem to have to call it these oh, days, is it, or is that garlic bread. With, is it? Whenever I'm in Pizza Express, I always do say, "Oh, sorry, do you have any parmesan?" Why are you saying it like that for? Oh, is that not the way to say it? Parmesan. Parmesan. Well, yeah, you call it parmesan. 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 Parma. Parmesan. It's very shocking. No, don't isn't do it? that. Don't no. Do that. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> There'd be a copyright infringement on this. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because yeah. we are, we are on, uh, we're on the YouTube as well. Gosh, it's been a busy week. Honestly, we're everywhere. Busy week. We're on the YouTube. Just search Chip oh, Advisor. Check out Bebo and MySpace. We'll be there as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. all, everything on everything on YouTube is completely unedited, which does make you question how what you're listening to now has actually been edited. <laughs> but it, it would have been a little bit. So I, I just like to say that I fall down on the side of Lewis. That actually, I don't like pasta. I like parmesan and I like garlic bread. I don't like pasta. Absolutely, I, I agree with you. That yeah, whether it be whether it be parmesan or however Mike wants to say it, any form of cheese <laughs> grated on top is equally as good as the garlic bread, but better than all the rest of the meal. Mm. I don't want to quote Gino De Campo, but this is what is wrong uh, uh, with this country. I'm furious. Oh, wow. I can't well, believe make, you're make jumping case... on this. Well, Michael, make a case of the defence, Phil. You, I mean, obviously the Italian heritage skipped you and just jumped straight to me, both in well, looks and taste. Hmm. I, I can't believe you would say this as someone with such a Roman nose. Uh, thank you. I do like garlic bread. Is that Italian? Not I really. love pizza. Love pizza. But, but I'm not fond of pasta. Uh, my wife, she likes lasagna and she likes spaghetti, but she doesn't like any other type of pasta, which oh. is like when my children say, oh, no, I've had curry. I don't like it. When there's a myriad of curries, they're mm. all very different. Well, it's a bit like that. It's a bit like them saying, well, actually, it's, it's the opposite, really, isn't it, Phil? It's like them saying... I like korma and I like jalfrezi, but I don't like any other curries because I've tried them. Is it is the exact it's the exact opposite of what you actually said? No, I don't time. believe that. Don't believe that to be true. The the joy of pasta is its flexibility. Yeah. It takes on flavors from elsewhere and That's gives it, or you. Just, do the flavors just <laughs> off it? No, it, they do take it on if you cook it properly. If you, yeah. you cook cook the cook the pasta into the sauce, I'm predicting. And this is no insult to whoever cooked your meals, Lewis. But I'm predicting that if they did a spaghetti bolognese, they cooked the spaghetti, probably didn't salt the water, but that's fine. And then they drained it all out and then they put the spaghetti on the plate and then they maybe put a little dollop of the bolognese on top. Is that what they did? Or did they mix the pasta in with the sauce? I mean, I, I felt like I had the capability of doing the mixing myself <laughs> on the plate, and it made a it made little difference to the final product. Yeah, but it would. This is it. This is it. You're you're thinking too no. simplistically. It would absorb the flavors if it's cooked in no. the sauce. But, but what you've done there is basically you've just done what my digestive system would do with it on the plate. I yeah, don't but, need that oh. going on. Your digestive system isn't tasting. You've not oh, thought it no, through. I, I, He's I, got you cornered, Lewis. He's got you cornered. 
Uh, I, I am I am neither Italian nor a student. I have no need for pasta. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I think, yeah, I think this is a classic case of your mum was given some pasta and she's thinking, what the heck is this? This is some <laughs> sort of foreign item. I am going to boil the heck out of this for at least half an hour just yes. to make sure it's cooked because I don't trust this. And so your first experience of pasta was as you know practically a mushed up uh, semolina yeah so you so you it that sport it for you uh, oh. it's, it's, i mean i guess everybody else in my house eats it it's cooked it's cooked in our house on a regular basis i think maybe because it, it involves also my the job i hate the most in the kitchen which is grating cheese so the kids oh. make pasta. What? They can make it for themselves. And they say, will you grate the cheese for me? Oh, grating that... cheese is the worst job. Must be a tough is tight it... in your oh. house, mate. Oh. It's grated, <laughs> grating some cheese oh, is the give... worst oh, job. I'll, 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 do, I'll do the bins. I'm not grating Wow. Oh, it's, it's almost like you've never had to cut up grapes. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Or cut up grapes after someone on social media has told you that you're trying to kill your children because you haven't <laughs> yes. cut up the grapes. Oh, and please cutting in the right direction. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They do these cut in the right direction. I am. I have. I have a couple of. My biggest concern actually is with spaghetti. That's my. That's the one that really gets me, because you've got to do the twirly twirly around the fork thing. But before you even before you even get to that, easy. I'm Italian. But before you, sorry, (laughs) easy. I'm an Italian. Uh, But before you even get to that. You've got to try and cook the blooming spaghetti. Now, why has nobody invented a spaghetti cooker? Because you stand it up in the pan, you take it out of the packet, you stand it up in the pan in the boiling water, and I have to just wait, wait, wait. It's melting a bit more. Wait, wait. Oh, my hands are starting to scold. It's wait, not melting. Wait, spin it round, spin it round. Wait, wait. Oh, my hand is now on fire. Let go. You, <laughs> you are a clown. Why am I proud? Did you not just snap it and throw it in? That's what I do when I'm full. Oh, oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> what are we? What are we working with? Snap it and throw it in. So, but no, when you when you you get the you get the spaghetti, yeah, and you put it in the in the pan. It's like you've got a superpower because this rigid spaghetti. You push it down. It's like you've got some sort of Jedi mind the superpower trick. Power I need, mate. Yeah. Is, is stronger hands. Well, what you don't do, and here's a top tip for you, Mike, mm. or or life hack, as it oh, probably yes. is all these yeah, days. Yeah. Don't stick your hand in the boiling water. Yeah. Move away from... The well, why, why is your hand getting hot then? The, the steam coming off the top. It's boiling water. We've established earlier in, earlier in the episodes, I think it was on the custard cream episode, that I have very strong hands. But even without very strong hands, you just apply a little force vertically... I mean, sometimes I like to twist the spaghetti as I lower it and yeah. then let it go out as a beautiful spiral. So it's like an upside down umbrella. So, and then just tap okay. it around the edges with my hands. You Even know when if, that you, old if you guy, want a, a wooden spoon. You know when that old guy invented the wind-up radio and kept going on the big breakfast talking about it? I feel... a uh, Trevor Bayliss. I feel <laughs> like I could be the Trevor Bayliss of my generation. Old. What I'm thinking is... Oh, no, well, yes but also inventive. So what I'm thinking is you get, you know, like the spaghetti holders where you can hold spaghetti and it stands up in it like a jar. Yeah. A spaghetti yeah? 
Spaghetti yeah, jar, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. One of those, but with a a little button on it, and you open up the button, it goes like in a Star Wars door, and then you put the spaghetti in it, push the button again, and then it shuts. Fill it up with water, or fill it up with water, and then shut the door. Then push the button, and it boils somehow, a bit like a kettle. It's a bit like cooking kettle in spaghetti, uh, spaghetti in a kettle. And then you could call it the spaghetti. Anyway, then you <laughs> you cook it, and then when the timer goes off, you the the you push the button, and this time rather than a door, like a sieve type thing emerges where the door would be, and then the water comes out, and then you've got drained cooked spaghetti, and nobody's got their hands steamed. You can get omelette makers, waffle makers, donut makers, toast sandwich makers. Why can you not get a spaghetti maker cooker? You can get hard plastic long containers that you put spaghetti in, fill them with water and stick them in the microwave for simpletons like you. You can get them. So they're a a long container and Mm -hmm. then you put the spaghetti in, put water in and at the top they've got like a lid but it's got small holes in so once you, you put it in the microwave for like 10 minutes or something absurd and then you drain it through the holes Mm-hmm. And then you've got spaghetti. So, you know, if you really want to, if you're struggling with the basic concept of boiling, then <laughs> you can try that. That, okay. that would work. The only issue I have with spaghetti is sometimes, I, I know you can use a colander, but spaghetti can go through the colander. So sometimes mm-hmm. I use a saucepan lid to try and pour the water out, but keep the spaghetti in, pour it out. Yeah, that's what I do. To- it's a balancing act. And obviously, yeah. sometimes if you're doing it over the sink, you end up with a couple of strands in the washing up, which you find later, which are saturated, like Lewis's mum's cooked them or something. Oh, do you know, you know I hate? I hate finding things in my sink plug hole. Tea bags. My wife is the worst for it. Herbal blooming tea bags. Tea bags in the hate sink? It. Yeah, because she empties a cup before she puts it in the dishwasher and just, you know, out goes the liquid, she leaves the tea bag there, carries on with right. her day. Why is she not taking the tea bag out before she started drinking her tea? Oh, she's a bagging kind of girl. Oh, and if it's herbal. That is, yeah, that is not do. a euphemism. Right, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I, mean, I don't like people who, who also have a, a tea bag sort of, what's it called? Like a something they put the tea bags on. I've lost I've lost for words. Like a small plate. Small plate that they put in tea this, bags on. The, yeah, in the shape of a teapot. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And they, they put your tea bags on there. And then at the end of the day, by the time it's attracted 700 flies, you then put them in the bin. Just put them straight mm-hmm. in the bin. Yeah, or depending how many how much tea you're drinking, it could be the leaning tower of tea bags, couldn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um bad news, guys. Oh crikey. I've had a little look around and you can buy on eBay right now the express pasta or vegetable cooker. It's an energy saving cooking jug with thermal lid. It's exactly what I just invented. Darn it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I could save you some time and effort, Mike. What you need to yeah. do is knock the spaghetti on the head, put a potato in the microwave, yeah. Yeah. make yourself a lovely little jacket potato and put your bolognese yeah. on top of that. Drop yeah, it no. It's, it's just got much better. Bolognese but... doesn't work with a potato. Oh, mate. Ooh, does oh, it I mean, you've got no confidence in saying that, Phil. You know you're wrong. <laughs> but I, what, I, what I don't understand is pasta doesn't really taste of anything. Pasta is just the vehicle in which that, you, that's, you have that's the That's why sauce. it's so offensive. It's so boringly inoffensive that it angers me. Oh, well, we were just learning a lot about Lewis here, really. Mm. He's mm. offended by inoffensive things. Yeah. His worst thing in the whole world. 
I mean, apart thing from the quiche is 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 a cheese grater and being asked oh. by his children to to grate cheese. Absolutely, I mean, stretch your own incredible. fingers. Stretch your, your own, own cheese. Fingers. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we, we we talk about them them being kind of the vehicle for the meal, right? A stable. Yeah. yeah. No, indeed, a staple. So not a stable. That was where Sta- the staple, wasn't it, Vicar Lewis? Anyway, the yeah. the vehicle. So there, I think there were three kind of fairly bland vehicles that you then pep up uh, with toppings and and such like, and all of them very work very nicely with butter. They are your pasta, your potato, and your bread. So if we're having a league table of those three, where how are you sorting them, Lewis? Oh, bread. Obviously, pasta's at bread, the bottom. Bread, potato, pasta. Okay, Phil. Easy. Oh, potatoes are at the bottom for me, and Ooh. then. Probably bread, pasta, potatoes. Oh, so you prefer the garlic bread to the, the pasta then? No, I like pizza. Oh, okay, fine. And Harry? Well, I ate nothing but pasta when I was at university. Hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't be here today. I certainly wouldn't be the size I am today if I hadn't eaten all that all that <laughs> pasta. I mean, so that's got to be the top. I mean, there's a lot of different breads now, isn't there? Lot of different breads. Lot of different flavoured breads. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Lewis finds mm. them all newfangled and, you know, no, diabolical no, no, as well. No, love, 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 love a fancy bread. Love a fancy. Oh, bread. oh, oh! You like, you like, you like your bread, but not your pasta. Sourdough, not, not even sour. Sourdough is not even sour. Good. Uh, okay, we've got a quiz to oh, do. Thank goodness. Yeah, we've got a quiz and we've got lots of questions that have been sent in. So I thought we'd better hurry up with our quiz. It's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz. There we go. Now, I was going to do a sudden death style thing like last time. And then I remembered how much you all ruined it. So we're not going to do that because your knowledge of quiche toppings was minimal. So I am going to describe a type of pasta. This is going to be like Lewis's worst nightmare because it'll be in (laughs) slow motion. As I read out the description of the pasta, if you think you know what it is, call out your name. You will only get one guess per type of pasta. Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure how many types of pasta I know, but um, we can give it a go. Well, I've tried to keep it simple for you. Okay. Okay. So there are nine types of pasta I've gone for. So let's go for the first one. This pasta originated in Genoa. Oh, no one's gone in on that. Okay. <laughs> it's its name literally translates to little tongues. Hold on. Uh, were you not going to introduce some kind of tension bed music to this? Oh, yeah, I have, actually. Hang on, hang on. Uh... I just feel it's lacking lacking a certain something. Okay. A certain frisson. Here we go. Oh, okay. Its right. name literally translates to little tongues. Uh, Mike. Michael. The one that reads a bit like conga chichil. Do you mean uh, conchilia? Yes, that. Uh, no. Oh, this. Uh, so you're out. Okay. It is a long pasta. Lewis. Yes, Lewis. Tagliatelle. It is not tagliatelle, I'm afraid. Oh, I thought it was tagliatelle. Uh, Harry, you may listen to the two yeah, yeah, remaining clues. Yeah, yeah. It is 
It is wider and flatter than spaghetti. And the first part of its name is the same as Alan Partridge's assistant. Okay. I'm quite annoyed now because I was actually going to say this two, two, um, two questions ago, but uh, Linguini. Linguini, and you've got a point on the board. Congratulations. Well done. Okay, the next, next one. You're all back in. This pasta is particularly popular in Sicily. This pasta is sometimes seen as a big brother to another pasta. This pasta... Oh, he's gone early again. Tagliatelle. No, it's not Tagliatelle, oh, I'm afraid. You're out of the game. This pasta has ridges down its length and its ends are cut in a square... Oh, Harry. Yes. No, I didn't mean that. Um, tortellini. No, not tortellini, I'm afraid. Oh. This pasta is tubular. Uh, Lewis, you have three more clues. The first half of this word is the same as the capital city of Latvia. <laughs> is it? <laughs> and the second half of the word is the surname of a recently banned footballer. I've got oh, it. Oh, that's annoying. Because I know that as well. Lewis, I will have to give you a uh, five second timer. Uh, ravioli? No, it's yeah. not ravioli, I'm afraid. Oh, it's an so open, it's ravioli open Ivan Tony. I thought it was. Oh, uh, Rigatoni, no. isn't it? Rigatoni, surely. Oh. Rigatoni, yes, yes. So you're all back in. Okay. There is a glass case in the Bologna Chamber of Commerce holding a solid gold replica of this pasta. Mike. <laughs> You'll please never say, learn. Please say Tagliatelle. Farfalle! It's not a farfalle, no. Uh, it is a long pasta. Um, Harry. Yes. Well, if it's in Bologna, yes. that's where bolognese sauce comes from, so I'm going to actually say spaghetti. It's not spaghetti. Uh, Lewis, oh, you've great, great, great yeah. workings. Mm. Okay, Lewis, it has a rough texture. When purchased dried, it looks like someone has screwed up shredded paper into balls. It, it is made <laughs> of long, flat ribbons. Lewis, I mean, <laughs> if, you if you haven't got this, I do worry about you. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. Mike's answered it every time apart from this round. Tagliatelli? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yes, he's on the board. Oh. Congratulations. It was Tagliatelli. Right. I've got to try and remember which ones we've done. Okay, next up. It looks like a traditional fairground ride. Its name means spindle. Oh, dear. Traditionally, it is spun by pressing and rolling a small rod over thin strips of pasta, then winding them round in a corkscrew shape. It is one of the most common pastas purchased in the UK. Is it? Yes. When Lewis. you... Yes, Lewis. Fusily. Yes, Fusily, oh, Lewis. He's on a roll now. Hell, he's on yeah, a roll. Gonna... There we go. <laughs> if we let a pasta hater win this, yeah. I'll be heartbroken. <laughs> okay, next up. You bake this pasta. Mike... Oh, okay. Lasagna. I'm afraid not. Oh. Uh, the translation of this pasta's name is 
large reeds. This pasta is a type of lasagna. Oh, well, that's that's harsh. You stuff this pasta with spinach. Yeah, what is Ooh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right, did, Harry. Did, oh, yes, Harry. Uh, rigatoni. No, no, no we had rigatoni. Have we? Oh, oh I don't know. Um, I've still got an open goal. I mean, I'm in, I'm Lewis. in trouble here. I'm not Lewis. sure any imagine, other time. Imagine some coke uh, all by me. itself. Some excuse coke me. all by itself. Some coke uh, all by strangely, itself. Strangely, my last clue is, it sounds like you are kind of lonely. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Lewis, any guesses? No. He's timed out. It was cannelloni. Oh, cannelloni. Oh, oh. oh, I'm kind of lonely. Cannelloni. Okay. The next one. This... What, are the, what's the, what are the scores? Uh, Lewis has got two. You've got one. Mike keeps guessing early and has got none. Okay, oh. this time. Okay. This what, pasta you're, has... Because you're another... Googling them. No. <laughs> no, no. This pasta in the Emilia-Romagna region... Is actually called stricchetti. Mike. Spaghetti. <laughs> You're wrong, Mike. You're out again. Okay. okay. This pasta is formed from a rectangle and is ruffled at both ends. Lewis. Yes, Lewis. Is it the bow tie one that I don't know the name of? I'm afraid that won't do me as an answer. Far. Farfalay, something like that. Farfalay, Lewis Farfalay. is going to win this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> there you go. So, with three pastas to go, Lewis has a two pasta lead. <sighs> okay, I think I know one more pasta. So, okay. This next pasta is up. You're all back in. In my opinion, it is one of the worst pasta shapes. Lewis. Doesn't... Yes, Lewis. Penne. No, that ah. is my second worst pasta shape. It is a curved pasta. Mike. Michael. Conchiglie. Conchiglie. Yes. Yes, you're off the mark. No. Get in there. So that makes it 3-1-1. One, one. Okay. Conchiglie, which uh, translates to seashell. Okay. Mm. The first half of this word in Italian means to gobble up. Lewis. Lewis, go for it. Penne? <laughs> it's not penne. Ah. You're out. Uh, it is two to three centimetres wide. Mike? Yes. Ravioli? No, it's not ravioli. Uh. Harry, it has fluted edges when it is made fresh and flat edges when it is made dry. It comes from Tuscany, and the first half of the word sounds a bit like the word for father. What word um, for father? A word for father. Dad? Nope. Uh. More, more continental than that. Right, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Um, oh, father. Um, Thierry Henry. Does that really? help? <laughs> what? Ou Nicole. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, got it. I've got it. Paparadeli. Yes, very it's very good. good. Very good. They're the, they're the next sponsors of our of our episode, aren't they? Paparadeli. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, and the last one. Well, hold on. This... So this is tense now. Harry can get a draw now. Harry yeah. can get a draw. Okay. You you could block Lewis, but no, no, that would make Lewis win. The, okay. the best yeah. we can Get hope for it. here is a draw. This is one of the few pasta shapes with a Lewis. certain date. Lewis. Penne. Oh, it is Penne. Oh, he's, <laughs> oh. Oh, he's, oh, he's, oh, he's played the numbers there. Yeah. Oh, Honestly. no. Oh, it had to come up at some point. Oh, Lewis has won the quiz he didn't want to win. Congratulations, Lewis. It's What's not a prize, though. <laughs> uh, prizes nice time supply. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear, that is a shame. But that was the quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. Before we get to the questions about pasta Michael last time on the podcast you were yes. asking for pretentious food yes and we've had an entry go from, on from Nick he was on Hi, a Nick. trip he was on a trip to Paris okay on the Eurostar oh yes ooh la la and he received a medallion of chicken served with oh. sauteed new potatoes Seasonal roasted root vegetables. Now, to me, yeah, not that pretentious apart from medallions. Well, seasonal root vegetable. I oh, just veg, just mixed veg. Come on. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I only realised the other day that root vegetables. You're eating the root. That's why they're called that. Oh, ha Harry, you're a gardener. You, I mean, Mike, you sound surprised. I feel stupid. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm surprised. But that I mean, doesn't validate me, really. Harry? I mean, the clue's <laughs> in the title, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I felt... Fruit vegetables, I felt... Your, your, your carrots, your parsnips, your beetroot. God, how many can you name? Um, radish. Mm -hmm. Scores honora. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's, he's, a good one. He's, he's flexing his muscles now. <laughs> What's it called? What's it called? A scores honora. It's a sort of Russian... <laughs> it's fairly disgusting. Um, oh. Turnip. I was going to say turnip. Swede. Swede. Um, parsnip. I said parsnip, didn't I? Oh, did you? Okay, sorry. Yeah, that that one that looks a bit odd in the supermarket that sometimes you get in a stew medley. Um, it a is sweet celeriac. potato. Celeriac. celeriac is exactly it. The brain, exactly one that looks it. like brains. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. See, so sweet potato, you don't really class as a root vegetable, though it oh. is like oh. like potato. It, okay. I mean, it is a root vegetable, but it's not in the same same way. Um, yucca. Yucca is a house plant. It's a tree. No, but yeah, but it's the roots. You can eat the roots, can't you? I mean, possibly. I mean, oh. I'll leave you to do that. There was once, uh, when I was at first school, there was uh, a vicar who came and did a school assembly and to make some sort of point about Jesus, ate a daffodil. <laughs> um, 
And, well, oh. rumour has it, as a result, he left very shortly after under a bit of a cloud. And I do believe the Daffodil Assembly had some part to play in that. I think he was going through a bit of a bit of a breakdown at the time. But he ate a daffodil. So it's it's certainly conceivable that you could eat a yucca. Yeah, I, I, you can still, eat yucca. Still... I've, I've, I've Googled it. You definitely can. Are you thinking of a yam? No, 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 no. I know it. I know what you're saying about yam, but I'm talking about a yucca. You know, it's yucca from his yam. Yeah. Would you like a boring, um, boring gardening section of the of the podcast? Yes, please. Well, I'll yeah, try yeah, and find yeah. some please, some music for you. Uh, let's go with uh, Handel again. Yeah. So a, a root vegetable. I mean, let's take your classic carrot. Is actually a biennial plant, which means it lives for two years. Um, you pull up a carrot after one year, though, because basically the plant stores up all the energy in the root in the first year for enable it to flower in the second year. Uh, but we as humans take advantage of that by pulling it up at its mid at its midway point um, and then eat the carrot, parsnip, yucca, really? whatever, whatever you like. So yeah, it's a two year life cycle, which we um, cruelly cut in oh, half. That's not very nice, is it? Yeah, so would the carrot we... have nice petals and fl- you know, a flower on the top or? Yeah, it, I, yes. It has a very nice sort of lace cap, white, delicate flower, um, as 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 one might see at the Chelsea Flower Show. Although, according to Mike, not so much this year. Uh, not, enough flowers, that, not enough flowers. Was that on air or off air? I can't remember. But no, yeah, it was off was air. Putting... But yeah, off air. We were discussing pr- uh, prior to the show, back in the green room. Yeah. We were discussing um, the lack of flowers at Chelsea Flower Show this year. Disappointed me. Too much foliage, not enough flower. Yeah. Um, I um yeah. I read a story about um a lady who lost her ring in the garden and then she planted some carrots and the and what happened was she then picked the carrots and the carrots had grown directly through the inside of her ring and when she pulled up the carrot it had the ring stuck onto the carrot and it kind of grew like around the finger? ring yeah come yeah. on Amazing. Google it. It happened. Google it. Old lady. I've, Don't Google yeah, old lady. Yeah. I've got into trouble I've for that, that before. Okay. There we go. Harry's heard oh. of it. So I think if I could just go back to the menu that... Was it Nick? It was Nick. Yeah, very kindly sent in. I think the ambiguity around the vegetables for me is part of the pretentiousness. If you go to Harvester, you yep. will know that your steak is served with chips, peas and onion rings. Yeah, not oh, onion... a selection of vegetables. I w- yeah. I just just tell me if I'm if I'm gonna have my medallion of chicken. What's happened to the rest of the chicken, by the way? If I'm gonna have my medallion of chicken, then just tell me: Am I having cauliflower, broccoli, peas? What's happening? Give me the full lowdown. But you should points. know what time of, you should know what time of year it is, and realise oh. that peas aren't growing at this time of year, so they're not going to be part of my vegetable medley. <laughs> oh my so what so, would be in our Harry? What would be in our seasonal seasonal medley at the, at the hit, moment? We're just we're just just entering June as we record. So yeah, go go on. What, well, what's, yeah, what's yeah. Season? Well, I mean, you've got. I mean, if you've if you've got early peas coming, I mean, it's, it's quite early for that. You might have some spinach. Did think it was early for peas, Mike? That's yeah. embarrassing, really. I uh, mean, I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> They're only just just shooting out the ground at the moment. But I mean, if you've put them in early in your polytunnel, um, they yeah. may be they may be coming up now. <laughs> How's uh, your polytunnel going, carrots? Mike? My polytunnel. All yep. well with my polytunnel. Thank you very much. 
good. Sorry, Harry, carry yeah. on. No, I um well yeah I, I can't really think really you put me on the spot if you upset me but um I was <laughs> I I did have a moment when when Mike said oh I like when I go to the harvester and have my steak yeah and I and it comes with chips I thought Wolf or Lewis as we call him was gonna pipe <laughs> up and say well I don't actually like chips because they're so boring I don't taste of anything do they and it's just a, it's just it's it's just a, you know a barrier to get to the steak. <laughs> but um, he didn't say that, which was a relief because yeah. I might have actually had to throw down my headset and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> throw down, as it, yeah. as it, <laughs> walk around the corner down. to my house. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, road. don't mention where you live, Lewis. We get in trouble when you do that. But you two, you two um, are just you two. Are, it's it's lovely actually because there's a a long river between the, the 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 four of us. But actually, myself and myself and Phil are just around the corner from one another, and and you two are just around the corner from one another as well. Yeah. What river runs between us, Mike? Well, well I can't say that. It would give it away. We're our location, and we the last thing we need is people knocking on the door and shouting, how now, brown cow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I would, wouldn't like to say, but, yeah, a river. A river, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's true. Right, so I've got some listener listener questions, which is very mm. exciting. They're all pasta-based, so probably go to Lewis first for the answers. Yeah. Alex asks, what's the best pasta shape as a sauce vessel? Surely it has to be conchilier. As a sauce vessel? Yeah. I mean, surely he wants a, a macaroni or a spirale. Oh, I've never really thought about it. I mean, it just spills out of all of it, doesn't it? Because of the, because of the cup shape, I'm presuming, the shell shape. Yeah. Conchita Martinez or whatever it's called. What's it called? She represented uh, Austria at the uh, <laughs> Eurovision Song Contest. One with uh, Like a Phoenix. Fly Like a Phoenix. Rise, also, rise Like a Phoenix. Rise also, like a Phoenix. Um, she was also a Spanish tennis player who I think won yeah. Wimbledon once, but I can't mm. actually mm. bring that to mind now. But yeah, no, so there's like a, it's like a cup, isn't it? So the, the, the sauce is being held in there. I mean, ravioli's yeah. a pretty good vessel, I'd say. Well, no, well, it's, yeah, it's no, more of a yeah. container, isn't it? Yeah. Where does the line between a vessel and a container get drawn? Surely the lid. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The problem with conchilier, and I will keep saying it, is that the pasta is too thick for me. You've got a small, it's a small pasta shape, but the thickness is, is, is too much. Mm, okay. Too much for me. I like and a thinner pasta. It can also get suction to your tongue, I find. Yes, like a like a, a round tree fruit gum can get yeah. stuck to the top of your roof of your oh. mouth. Yeah, round tree fruit gums, notorious. I used to store fruit gums in my socks as a child and then go and play football and then just occasionally get one out of my socks because I didn't have pockets in my shorts. Whereabouts so, in your socks? Not not underneath, I hope. Not at the bottom. they go anywhere, Sweaty. really. Sweaty Betty. I didn't want to have to share my fruit gums at the, at the age of, I don't know, six, seven, whatever. Uh, 30 so you would, so... you would subtly uh release them one at a time mid-game would you no so i would have i, I would have spent my my 20p pocket money on roundtree's fruit gums sure um because they would last longer than pastels or other sweets smarties yeah. or something mm. yeah and then you shrewd you then when you when you purchase them you de- decant them down one of your socks, maybe two, if you're trying you to make it more them, rather than rather so rather than putting just in you know the wrapper that they're in, you've taken them out of the wrapper and popped them into your socks. Oh yeah, they're all loose. They're, they're all loose in my socks. <laughs> this is this is absolute Jimmy. lunacy. And then 
and then you'd go you'd go play football go out on bmx or, or whatever and oh, then so when cool. you when you wanted a snack bmx bmx in your life i had a hand-me-down bmx it was yellow it had yellow Did tires you? and everything was yeah. it a bmx oh probably yeah probably not probably um, a bnx Meta biscuits, BNs. Mm. The um, but yeah, I used to have them down down my socks, and then just whenever I needed a, a boost of energy, I'd I'd like rub my leg, and then kind of as if I'd injured my ankle or something, and then just yawn and place a fruit gum in, and that would I'd suck on that for a good ten minutes. I can make a fruit gum last probably longer than any of you, and anyone All listening. Right, well, that's a challenge. Challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah next pod. Yeah. Next pod. It'll be I a mean, quiet I, uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been foolish there, really, because really you should have popped it in your shoulder pad, shouldn't you? And you wouldn't have had the... <laughs> valid, valid point. Sorry, Harry. You yes. Were talk- I completely interrupted you and started talking about fruit gums. You were talking about the, the uh, conchilier. Oh, yeah, yeah, the just, the, just the um, the suction um, aspect of it. But I, I say that was the best vessel for... Um, pasta i like this spirally one i kind of i don't know what it's called spirally it's, it's tubular and spiral at the same time i have i have a packet of them uh in in my pantry right now yeah yeah but i but that's not that i mean that's not answering the question no because as, as that doesn't vessel. hold it but it's, it, it, it feels nice in the mouth i find yeah i agree i agree with that uh, and and conchilier is a good vessel but it's not good pasta you don't need vessels for you don't need to pass it to be a vessel get a cup that's what you need for a vessel right next question let's go with this one from danny does pasta does the pasta you eat change the way a meal tastes for example if you have bolognese or spaghetti or have it with penne lewis's favorite does it taste different because she thinks it does mm. obviously it does it, it definitely does the ratios are out aren't they um yeah yeah i think that's fair you don't want a, a penne bolognese no, you don't want a penny anything, do you really? Well, I'm, but I mean, if needs must, it's not yeah. going to be. It's still going to taste man's... the same, isn't it? You know, because yeah, it's... it's so bland. It's a poor man's I... macaroni. <laughs> I mean, look, we're we're quite a bit into this podcast now, mm. but it would have been lovely at the start if you'd said, "Lewis, pasta, a penny for your thoughts." <laughs> <laughs> but it would have never been. Mind. But... Well, never yeah. mind. Never, never mind. mind. Do you want to start again? Yeah, come uh, on. Well, not for the third time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're you're right. We, did, you we know. did have to. We did have to, dear listener. Um, start the podcast again earlier on when I just I could was really struggling to unmute my microphone and was just shouting into a into a void here. Um, Good story. But, but Good you were also story. controversially making a shepherd's pie in an air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we make everything in the air fryer now. We have to to justify the sheer expense involved with it. Every 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 day. Oh, we'll make that in the air fryer. Oh, what did you do tonight? Oh, I cooked something in the air fryer. Why? Because it cost us an absolute fortune. How does Um, that possibly work? And going into a question we had based on last week's quiche episode, why is a shepherd's pie allowed to be called a pie if Phil doesn't like a slab of puff pastry on top of a casserole? being called a pie was that a question that came in was it yeah it was yeah uh well i'll get onto the naming in a minute and i'll um jackie it's from jackie good evening to you good morning good afternoon depending on which time you're you're listening jackie i believe that it was fried off in the in the wok actually in this case 
and then baked in the air fryer. So you did the layering from a from above in the air fryer. Yes. Yes. That's how it's been done. We've got okay. these lovely little dishes that are just the right size for the we, we've got a dual one. I don't like to keep on about it. Um but both <laughs> a dual both, air fryer. Yeah, you know, I don't like to brag. But both bays have got their own little little Pyrex container that goes in them. So it sounds like you're not even using the bay. You're having to buy accessories now. Um, well, for those circumstances, yeah. Otherwise, it'd be absolute carnage to clean it out. Well, that's what I was envisaging. Oh, yeah. No, we've not layered it up in the actual bays. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. So, anyway, the reason, I, I believe, if you if you got offered, Lewis, a penne bolognese or a spaghetti bolognese, surely you're going spaghetti. If you had to. I don't know. I'm, I, in my mind, all I'm trying to think is which pasta's easier to wash. <laughs> so why, why are you, why are you yeah, washing your take, pasta? Because I want to get the sauce off it. Because I'll eat the sauce. I'd, can I, can I remove this? Can I scrape the sauce from? No, come on, Lewis. Oh, you absolutely. If you had the, oh, that, if you had the oh, choice no, no. of just <laughs> bolognese with no pasta or pasta bolognese, you're not telling me. I mean, I, I've, I've been with you right throughout this episode. But you're not telling me that you're going to shun the pasta in favour of just meat and tomatoes, surely? Of course surely. I am. Oh, my good Absolutely. Great. Okay. And can you, can you imagine if you had a piece of garlic bread? Just a bit of, bit of actually, bolognese yeah. on, a bit, on a bit of garlic bread. You tell me that's not better. Well, I'd have both. It's not, it's not better. You're wrong. Yeah, it's not better. <laughs> you know, you saying, know you're wrong. Saying that if I go for a curry, I now don't have rice. I just get a naan, which there you is go. Similar. There you go. But in... Italian food? No, you don't. You don't do that, Lewis. Just no. Well, what right, is next your question. what is your Go opinion on. on rice, Lewis? I oh, yeah. hate that as well. I imagine. No, no, I like rice. Oh, unbelievable! Well, oh, I mean, I mean, what? talk us through the different okay. flavor of Ooh, rice. I love, I love Asian food. Oh. I love Asian food. Yeah. No, <laughs> rice is its own component on the side with lots of different things around it. I can choose to mix things in. I've not had it all thrown together and mixed into one. Oh, no. so you'd 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 oh, so it is it's it's the mixing of the pasta and the sauce. There's a bit like of that. I could I could tolerate the pasta if I'm choosing what different things to mix it with at different times. I find it easier using my hands, but you may use whatever implements you prefer. How strange! Well, so maybe we're boiling down into the into the real situation here is that you don't like people over preparing your food. You like to do some of the work yourself. Yeah, if you like, Phil. Okay, good. Uh, so, Scott asks, what shape of pasta came first? Mike, you'll, you'll say something confidently that probably won't be true, but it will be an answer. 100%. Uh, it was lasagna. Actually, it genuinely, um, it genuinely may have been. It was, because that's the biggest bit. They didn't get around to cutting it up. And then they thought, oh, we could cut this up. Uh, no, this used to make sheets a bit like slices of bread. So you should just cut it in sheets. And then they then they started getting a bit fancy down and making their penne and farfalle and congila quila quiche. And um She won when we're done as well. She did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> yeah, so they that it was lasagna sheets first. It was actually a testaroli, which and I won't pronounce that again for you, uh, but it was it was testaroli. Oh, I've done it, done it again without even realizing. Yeah. And that was like miniature lasagna sheets. Yeah, well, there you go then. 
Was it though? Because I mean, I did a little bit of research for the um, pod. Oh, thank you. Um, and um, and well, I didn't need to. It, I don't even yeah. need to be here. No, absolutely not. Because you've kind of just made that up. And Marco Polo discovered pasta. Pasta actually originates from China. Oh, here we it's go. Noodles. Noodles. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, this, funny you say that. I was just. Oh about yeah, come on, noodles, Lewis. Come on, come on. Yes, no, no, I'm very interested. I'm, oh, I I oh, like sorry. noodles. Why do I like noodles and not pasta? What's the difference? Why do noodles taste better? I'm not entirely sure how they're made, what the process is. Is Have you tried tried linguine? Because that's a thinner spaghetti. Um, I'm sure I have. But just for you, Phil, I'll try it this week and I'll report back. Yes, please. Anyway, so Um, that's where where it comes from. Yeah, Marco Polo discovered it. No, and I think named... Marco Polo's being credited. I, I think that's Marco just Polo rumor. discovered the mint. He did not, and no. he and <laughs> what what is um, little known is can in fact and actually Lewis, you can answer this question. What was Marco Polo's wife called? Volkswagen. I don't know this, Harry. I give you a clue. It's the only pasta that you know. <laughs> Penne? Yes! <laughs> Penne Polo? Marco, Marco Polo's, Polo's wife was called Penne. And... This is very exciting. I, yeah. I, Harry, to and... be honest, I could have just sat back and listened to what, this in Gardener's Corner. It's very exciting. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah, so I wrote all this down. So because he had invented it, he invented some of the different names for the different pastas that came around. Um, I'm just going to look at my list. Yeah, Penne, obviously after, named after his wife. They had their on board Marco Polo ship, which, yes, um, <laughs> they had a um, a viola player called Ray, okay, and that really? became Ravioli, right? I mean, and over time, I mean, I, you know, you're going to pour scorn on me now, but over time, language changes and adapts, and Ray, the viola player's, player's favourite pasta, it became ravioli. That, that no, feels like, that that feels like... nonsense. <laughs> that is rubbish. That feels like you've been sold a line. Ray the viola player became yeah. ravioli. Yeah. That famous Italian name, Ray. Yeah, Ray. Well, I've... I've Ray the, the viola player. That is yes, absolutely. Right. Go on the, then. The chap that did the rigging on his ship. Here we go, Rigatoni. Yes. See, oh. this is where all the names came from. <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't think this is true. Lynn, I Lynn had a yeah. quinine she, addiction. Yeah. She drank gin and tonic, right? Her I, favourite was linguine. I was so sure you were going to say Lynn had a magic lamp. <laughs> when she rubbed it, it was a genie. Yeah. Um, can't think of any others. Um, well, oh, well. Lily, that did the, can- the fuses for the cannons, that was... Um, Fusily, but it, as I say, it changes, it adapts, it changes. You see, well, it's been and, an uh, educational yeah. piece as well, hasn't it? It has. It has. I, I, I just need Leo, to Leone, Leone did oh. the cannons. <laughs> <laughs> On her own school, it's a good school with a quite a pretty girl called Leone. Do you remember Harry? Leone, she was Leone. in our media class, Leone. Oh, she was very short. Yes, but but quite quite cute. Yeah. Did you ever get anywhere with a mic? 
Obviously not, <laughs> Obviously Harry. Not. <laughs> Obviously not. But yeah. ah, just, that's just a little flashback for me there. Yeah, did you organise I'll give her a Facebook stalk shortly. Um, so I <laughs> just got more while we're talking about origins, okay, I know yeah. you've got questions, but I want to answer one that you've already asked. I, I did feel I did feel this may become a megapod. No, um, no, you just have a big you have subject. A question was posed. Yeah. How can we get away with a shepherd's or cottage pie being called pie? Such, such. So uh, would you like the genuine answer? Um, if, and yeah. it is a genuine answer. It's none of this hogwash that we've just been given from Harry. This is the real <laughs> deal, okay? So a pie was was like a, a meat-based filling and then a pastry topping. But the farmers back in the day couldn't afford the, the means of pastry. But potatoes were quite easy to come by. So they used to use sliced potatoes in cottage pie and they would represent roof tiles. Hence, it was called cottage pie. And shepherd's pie was similarly formed thereafter because of the lamb variation. But cottage pie was was the closest they could get to a pie. They couldn't afford pastry. They could have just um, put a sheet of lasagna on top. It's, it's all could've the same, done. isn't it? Could have done. So there you go. Thanks, Michael. No, you're welcome. I've got a genuine question. Yes. Yeah. Why? Oh, this is serious. Before you all start rolling your eyes, pasta and spaghetti, right? Yep. Spaghetti is pasta, but it gets yeah. its own sort of special designation. Whereas pasta, all the different pastas that we've just been talking about, all comes under the label pasta. And I didn't. That's just an interesting question. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, well, there's three types of pasta. There's three three different types. I I believe you yeah. have. Your pastas shapes, your spaghettis, which is your yeah. your long pastas, and then your lasagnas, oh, okay. your lasagnas, which are flat pasta, which is either rolled or kept in its flat state. I believe that's the case. Oh. I've said it confidently enough that you sound exactly. like you believe so me. I, I, be- I believe you absolutely. Finally, before we move on from this segment, I can confirm uh, Leone is now Leone Lee and married to a a, a man of Oriental. Um, descent. Oh, so there you go, and I'm, she looks very happy Good. with two beautiful children and a trampoline. <laughs> I'm very happy with my lot, lads. I'll be honest. Very happy, very happily married. Just to be clear, because I know my wife listens to this. Very, Good. Very, very happy. She's no Leone. I oh, know Leone is no Claire. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, balls. I knew what I meant. <laughs> oh yeah, we know what you meant. Oh no! Oh dear! Oh dear! So it's two two episodes in a row in in a in a row in a row oh. that someone's insulted their wife. So <laughs> I love my wife, um, and I'm sure Harry loves his. Right. Absolutely. So next que- next question from James: Are spaghetti hoops closer to baked beans than pasta? Oh, they're horrible. Oh, yes, they are because I like spaghetti hoops. Oh, do you? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. This is what is wrong uh, uh, with this country. Love this... spaghetti hoop. <laughs> but it's pre-mixed, Lewis. It's pre-mixed. Someone's done it for you. It's not. You can't have your controlling <laughs> attitude towards it. It's not pasta. <laughs> as, as I'm sure we'll come. Any, 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 if you put spaghetti hoops on toast, anything on toast is, is a good thing. And spaghetti hoops on toast. Big fan. The, Grated the cheese, issue. as long as someone else grates it for me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't be bothered. The issue is that the, I personally believed you didn't like pasta because you're 
original consuming of pasta was done of a pasta that was overcooked and overboiled and had gone soggy, yet you'd like spaghetti hoops, which have got stabilizers and all sorts of stuff in. You got that's that's the stuff that makes it taste good. Mm. Oh gosh, uh, but yeah, that they they are a pasta, James, but they're yeah they're frowned upon where my family comes from. Not the not be, my the best of the best of pasta, as I call them. Oh my, dear, there's quite a lot of yeah. Our forefathers would be livid. They would be turning they would in their be, graves. They would be. They'd be very upset. My my boss is a he likes tinned tin macaroni cheese. Nah, not having that. Mm. Not having that at all. On toast, which is even weirder. In, that in is eyes. weird. Yeah, David asks, should you be frowned upon if you eat uncooked pasta? Lewis? Yeah. Um, I would say yes, although I have witnessed my son do it. Spaghetti, is it? Does he pretend uh... he's smoking? <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you, you could possibly be correct there, Phil. We could have a little stubby of a penny, couldn't you? I was going to say, surely it's penny again. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's too, that's too thick. The spaghetti, you can just about, using the temperature of your saliva, you can just about break it down. I've seen this very – so we're talking crunchy spaghetti there. I've seen quite a lot on on the socials lately, obviously not anything as hip and trendy as Instagram, but I've seen videos of people frying uh, pasta and it being very, very popular. Not a fan. Have you tried it? Well, it just seems a bit like sacrilege. Do you want to put it in the air fryer, Mike? And, that, uh, yeah. let us, do you know what? Let I might know. do, lads. I'll come back to you on that. Okay. Well, have, what with me have, air frying my pasta and Phil sucking on a fruit gum, it's going to be quite the podcast yeah. next time around. Are you, are you pre-cooking the pasta and then frying it? Yes, You're I, not I believe so. Dried like, pasta. No, I think you 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 parboil. It's a bit like um, out dente, like refried rice. Yeah. Out dente. I, I have seen. Um, or at least heard of in trendy bars now where we're trying to move away obviously from plastic straws and to use different types of people using different pasta based straws. No. Good idea. Come on, Good really? idea. I, I've, I've heard of it. I can't admit to trying it as of yet, but um, apparently it's a thing. Just long wow. rigatoni. That's okay. all it is. Well, you can't yeah, do it with hot drinks though because it'll cook. Yeah, that's very true. Right, do you use a straw of a hot drink, Harry? You're, you're nuts. I mean, it's bad enough when you've just got a little opening in a, in a takeaway cup and you sip a scalding hot coffee for it. And because you've sucked, you burn the roof of your mouth off. But a straw on a hot drink? Mm. Well, yeah, it could do. I mean, I said it for the purposes of a joke, really. But I mean, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I've, I've got very, I'm very tense because of Lewis's yeah, yeah. behaviour tonight. Yeah, it's ridiculous, <laughs> unacceptable behaviour. Um, the problem with eating uncooked pasta is it expands in your stomach, and you could get poorly. Oh, dear. You'd eat, have to eat quite a lot of it, but I mean, you know, you still. Surely, still good. spaghetti, you'd be all right, though. Well, I mean, a couple of strands, I suppose, but um, yeah, it's still still going to expand. What's a couple of strands between friends? Go careful out there. Go careful out there. Please do. Next question. God, how Sarah. many questions have we got? Good yeah, great. honestly, honestly, I, we should have. We should have. We should have just started at questions, and then um, we could have. You know, delved into everything else. Not after. every question is guaranteed to be asked. You know, that's a, that's the sort of level this podcast is reaching. Just just a few episodes in. Well, we're going to have to come to terms with the fact that look, we welcome your questions, but we can't guarantee they'll all be answered. Oh, well, at the moment, that's exactly what I have done. Um, right, due to wanting to hold on to the few listeners we have. Okay. So, Sarah asks, "Hi, Sarah. 
Does throwing pasta at the wall tell you anything other than that you've got pasta on your wall? There was a tradition, wasn't there, where you'd throw spaghetti at the wall and if it stuck, it was cooked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's not true, Sarah. It's, you know, Michael tell you, he once saw our dad throw a plate of bangers and mash at a wall. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> where my mind was taking me, Phil. <laughs> um, we, we once sat down. I mean, I would have only been six or seven. And my dad had a lot more sausages on his plate than I did. And I kept saying, Dad, can I have a sausage? Can I have a sausage? Please, can I have a sausage? And he said, fine, have the sausage. Which, like, fine, pop it on my plate. But he he threw it at the wall, which then made it questionable in terms of whether it was edible. Stormed out the house and drove off in his Ford Cortina. We didn't see him again for some time. But (laughs) I'm not sure what that really brings to the pod. But, 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 yeah, it's a story that still sticks with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so never did, uh, never did get that sausage. No, no. Different times. Mm. Different times. James, uh, he's struggling to get a full set of profanities from Sainsbury's alphabetic spaghetti. Could you advise the best brand for expressing pure filth in spaghetti? Uh, just go Heinz. I mean, their their brand has a Z in it, so they're bound to, you know, mm. help you out. There. What profanities do you, do you do you have with a Z in it? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Oh, Michael, no. please. <laughs> That's all I've got. Oh, now, I've got friendly to, now, I've got to, now I've got to bleep it, and I can't bleep the YouTube. So, sorry, YouTube. YouTube. Oh, hold on. Blame James or whoever it is. I haven't, I haven't asked about profanities, but if you want no. an answer. He hasn't asked what are the profanities. He's asked for a brand. Oh, right. told well, him you've, you've suggested a Z. I'm just saying that as they have a Z, they will have yeah. many, many letters. They've got all the letters you need. Right, okay. They are the scrabble of the tinned pasta. I world. know you're playing it cool, but you are now trying to think of another profanity with Z in it, aren't you? All the I'm while. not. I'm not because I'm thinking about editing an already very long podcast. Uh, yes, it is edited. Waz. Thank you. <laughs> Wazza. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, keep that one in. Oh, uh, okay. That's family was... friendly, surely. Ah, uh, yeah, we're safe on that. Andy asks, how many different types of pasta are there? And the answer is an awful lot. And mm. you have you have different variations due to localities in Italy. So it's like 350 or something. But someone will bend a bit of pasta a different way and call it something else. How many different types of bread are there? How many different potatoes are there, Lewis? Well, quite a lot. I mean, I mean I feel like we go to the garden of corner for uh, that. I'm sure there's plenty of types of potato. Well, you got your first earlies, your second earlies, your main <laughs> crop, your salad. Your Jersey Royals had some nice. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> and some nice Jersey Royals the other day. They oh. tasted absolutely delicious. Oh, the Jersey Potatoes. Royals. Oh, here we go. I, come on, I, come on, no. hit me with it. Hit me with I, it. Come on. I, I used to work in the produce department of ASDA, and when the Jersey Royals came in, people used to go insane. You used to be carrying out a tray of them, and people would be taking them before you could even get to the shelves. Yeah, Jersey but Royals. They taste. See. Jersey Royal can only be grown in Jersey, possibly Guernsey. That's a that's a, a shady area. If they're not grown in, in Jersey or Guernsey or any of the Channel Islands, they're the potato is called International Kidney. There you go, a little fact for you. Wow. This this is special. It's so exciting. I knew it'd be exciting having Harry on the podcast, but it's more exciting than I'd imagined. I did well, not know this. Surely all potatoes, apart from sweet ones, they all taste the same, don't they? There's so many ways to cook them. Well, yes, but if you in terms of the breeds, yeah, the 
the breeds of potatoes. Surely, can we say variety, please? Oh, we I don't can think do. we have breeds of potatoes. We can do. So, well, you've got you've got your waxy, you've got your floury. Your waxy is good is a, is a salad potato, so you you maybe cut that into a salad. Can you uh, crossbreed them? Of course, people are doing that all the time. Yeah, so and your floury potato, your King Edward, good for chipping, mashing. So could you get a cher- a Jersey a Jersey Edward? Um, well, I mean, you could do, but I mean, they're they're world renowned for growing their early potatoes. Would it would could... it not be called a Jedward? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, Lewis. <laughs> hang on, oh, hang Lewis. on a second. I'll try and find something for you. And you, you know what would happen? You'd, you'd, you'd put them in the cupboard and you'd go, go to the cupboard the next day and those big, you know, those curly roots would come out really, really high. Lots of them. Like the hair. Very good. Got it, Mike. Yeah. Got it. It yeah. just felt okay. like you worked, you worked really hard You've over-egged the pudding there. Fine, fine, yeah. fine. As, as, as um, someone said to Darius on... I'll just say jizz again. <laughs> oh no come on you're so annoying uh, the last question we had was from alex uh, which we kind of covered is it true that marco polo stole the secret recipe for noodles from china and called it spaghetti in italy yes it's not true i don't believe that well I, two I've... people marcus has said it is well is that his name sorry but alex 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 okay yeah no i just don't think that that's true i think marco polo's you know, just getting accused of things here, and he can't, he can't stand up for himself. You know what, with being dead quite a while ago, quite like thirteen hundred and twenty-four. Yeah. Oh, please tell me. I'm, I'm, hang on, how are we get eighth, if, if eighth, correct. Eighth of January, thirteen hundred and twenty-four, possibly five. Look it up. Just go straight it's... to Wikipedia. That's where I looked. Oh no! But now I have, and I've seen that his his wife was called Donata and not Penna. Oh, oh no! <laughs> which 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 may put a slight cloud on everything else I said in that small <laughs> monologue. I think you're right, gents. It's it's been a very long pod. Some of us you know, need to go to bed, and so I will. Uh, we'll have to say it's the end here. I, I think, but don't forget you can follow us on the Instagram, the Twitter at uh, Chip Advisor Pod. Or, or on, and you can now watch us on YouTube unedited, uh, wow. which is Chip Advisor on on the YouTube. Have you got anything else to add, Harry? Don't think so. If you do, um, if you want to cook your pasta slightly al dente, and there's yes. a chap and a, he's called something Locatelli. I can't remember what his first name is, and he said you've got that little dark bit that goes through the spaghetti, and that's the soul of the spaghetti right there, and you want to cook that out. Wow. Oh, that's that's really is beautiful. Michael, you got anything as, as nice as that to add? I've got like a sign-off now. You know, like my catchphrase, I've got a sign-off from it. Uh, what, you've just invented it? Because I've seen you've just been on your phone this whole time. barely. Oh, I was looking for swear words with Z in it, if I'm, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, Was it? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, very S. Craig, S. Double Craig S, Charles. It? Could be, I don't know. Craig Charles um, shouted that a lot say, of Robot Wars. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just sign off by saying, Ciao now, brown cow. Oh, my yeah. All that build-up. What's happened these last five minutes, Mike? <laughs> Lewis, you know, this is the end of your pasta chat. You won't have to talk about it again. Anything you'd like to say? Pasta. It's just a rubbish potato. Mm. It's disappointing to go out on that note. Well, thank you for listening. And please do subscribe and all of that jazz that we're not very good at talking about. And uh, recommend us if you enjoy it. And if you don't, uh, recommend us to your enemies. And have a good week. Take care.
Ciao now, Brokout.